You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Talking League. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Sunday with the Kiwis, brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete, earn fantasy footy, be the coach and win. Download the app and play now. Evening, everybody. Uh, what a round. Uh, yeah, suspensions, injuries, big scores, low scores, studs going absolute crap, duds going better than everyone thought. Um, yeah, what a, what a mixture of a round. Uh, yeah. Uh, very, very interesting, and uh, a lot of people jumping ranks, a lot of people dropping ranks. Uh, yeah, uh, just a crazy, crazy round. Um, so tonight, guys, get your questions in. We'll answer them as uh, as, as we proceed through the show. Um, and, yeah, we'll bring in the boys. Jay Warrior, how are you, mate? How's your round been, and uh, what have you thought about some of the injuries and suspensions and, and scoring? Yeah, I think it's fair to say that this is carnage round because there has just been some absolute Barry Crockers out there and uh, I've dodged most of them except for old Camembert, uh, the softest of all the cheeses, and uh, which I think everyone got stuck on. So, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I've probably dodged a few bullets, which has pushed me up in the ranks a little bit. And uh, But, yeah, it is carnage out there and it just really scares you because it, it just means you're going to have to start trading early and we're trying to save trade. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, bit of a funny old round, as I've already said. Shooter, how are you, mate? And uh, um, hearing you're not doing quite so well, copping a few of those injuries. Yeah, I've had a pretty bit, uh, pretty bit of a, a pretty much, oh, man, I'm all over the place. I've had a mere, eh? Um, <laughs> it's not looking very good, but I might just use the old... Uh, I'm just a head-to-head player because I'm winning most of my head-to-head games. So <laughs> it, started, it started early. That's not a very good sign, mate. Not a good sign at all. All right, team. So we'll uh, we'll crack on. We'll we'll get into just showing uh, the round results uh, per game, and we'll go through injuries and suspensions uh, for each game. Thursday night game, uh, Panthers sixteen over the Bunnies ten. Uh, injuries there were uh, two uh, Panthers halves and Nathan Cleary and Jerome Lua both sent for scans on, on foot injuries, um, but both sound like they're pretty confident to return in round four with not too anything, nothing too serious there. Uh, moving to the Eels Sharks, uh, the Sharkies knocking the Eels over 30-26 there at Combank Stadium, um, just to find there for Mike Acevo for a dangerous contact. Moving into the second night of Friday, second game of Friday, uh, Broncos 28, Cowboys 16, a couple of big ones here. Obviously, Corey Oates getting smoked by Scott Drinkwater, uh, broken jaw six to eight weeks, and then Scotty Drinkwater looking like a grade three shoulder charge. Uh, three matches if he takes the early plea or four if he um, contests and fails. I don't think he'll be contesting that one. And uh, Peter Hicku, crusher tackle, looking like a two-match suspension if he takes the early guilty plea or three if he uh, contests and fails. 
Uh, first game on Super Saturday, unfortunately, our Warriors went down 20 points at 12 to the Roosters. Not a bad effort, though, and good to see that they're, uh, they're hungry again and they didn't really give up. Um, injuries to come out of that, obviously, Josh Curran's got a hip pointer injury. Uh, unsure on, on any, what the severity is there. Uh, Brandon Smith, again, uh, those ribs and, and a bit of a back injury. Uh, obviously, taking a knock early, uh, just a recurrence of that injury he got in round one. Uh, and Jackson Ford and, and Chance Nickel Clock start failing HIA, so we'll see what happens there and see if they can pass through the protocols to play next week. Um, suspensions, uh, Joseph, so again, uh, Joseph Soli'i and for dangerous contact and Marcelo Montoya, dangerous contact, so they're just going to get fines. Moving into um, another surprising result here for the Dolphins, knocking over the Raiders, 20 points to 12. Man, they're just, they are looking really good the first two rounds you know no one had them anywhere near where they are at the moment i don't even think anyone probably had them winning their first two games but they have and and they're sitting at the top of the table 20 points to 14. uh injuries there uh connelly lemuelu failed his hia and Ata mariota a broken hand he's going to be up for four to six weeks uh jeremy marshall king looking at a two-match suspension uh, for a hip drop tackle three if he contests and fails and tom gilbert's just a fine for a dangerous tackle or dangerous contact sorry uh, another game on Saturday, the Bulldogs beating the Storm 26 points to 12 and another huge upset for this round. Uh, a little bit to come out of this one. Nelson Asafa Solomona, high-grade MCL, sprained six to eight weeks. And Viliami Kikiel will get away with a fine for a dangerous contact. Uh, and this evening's game, uh, absolute carnage. I don't think I've ever seen a game with so many HIAs, send-offs suspensions on reports um yeah there was a it was just a crazy game uh the knights somehow holding on 14 12 tyson frizzell pretty bad ankle injury there not sure what the time frame on that one will be uh, and then here's the big ones with ponga braley tommy talau and jake simkin all failing hias obviously a pretty bad one for Kalen ponga and it's probably not looking good for him probably you know obviously the next month or two maybe even a season that was pretty bad especially considering the amount of head knocks he's he's had to uh endure in his time in the last couple of seasons so yeah not not good news there for Kalen ponga uh and jacob saifidi likely a grade three dangerous contact on that hit that he hit uh jake simkin just dropped him not a bad not a good tackle there and jackson hastings on report for a dangerous contact um and there's a little bit to come out of that match uh on the, after after the game uh jackson hastings did his did his um interview with um fox sport um Plemer and uh tommy talao had a bit of a go at him and i think clem gave him a pretty decent send-off uh and half time in the gold toast titans and dragons game 12 all i believe so we'll, uh, we'll move on. We'll, we'll get into a couple of questions here. Um, Brett Thomas, pretty much, yeah, you're pretty onto it here, mate. Pong is, yeah, he's, I'm not sure it's it's retirement yet, but uh, we'll obviously wait and see what goes on there. But, yeah, not, not looking too good for, for Kalen Ponger, unfortunately. Uh, Shooter, this one for you, mate, from Brenton Vickery. Evening, Brenton. How are you, mate? Um, listener of the show. Preston and Walsh, probably the most brought in players next week, mate. What do you think? Oh, those are probably the two trades that I'm that I'm looking at um, to get rid of uh, the cheese and drink water. So it seems the most logical choice to go to Preston, especially if it, well, I don't know. It depends what they're going to do with Preston because you still got TVJ to come back in probably round four or five. Um, but there's certainly probably some interest there with his low 
care, uh, low price, so mm. be tempted. And Walsh, Walsh definitely, I think, is a no-brainer. He looks so good in that Bronco side. Yeah, he does, mate, for sure. So, yeah, Brenton, yeah, I, I'm imagining Preston and Walsh will be pretty popular next week. I'll quickly move on to Mary here. Evening, Mary. Uh, all credit due to the Knights. How the hell did they get there? Yeah, shooter, uh, Jay Warrior. What do you think, mate? The Knights dug pretty deep uh, to, to win that game, uh, especially considering injuries and, and the send-off they got with Jacob Saifedi there at the back end. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the league at the moment, but there's just more and more head, head knocks, isn't there? You know, in the Warriors, we had mm-hmm. a few. In this game, there was... Yeah, that was, it was all over the shop. Um, yeah. Oh, well, it's good that the Knights got a win this year. Um, they've probably got <laughs> one more one more win in them. So, yeah, um, they probably, yeah, good, good credit to them. But, yeah, I don't know where they go from here. And it's going to be tough, isn't it? You know, Caelan Ponga, you're paying him a million dollars to, um, I don't know, what you're paying him to do, sit in recovery all year. So, yep. yeah. Yep, unfortunately, I think so, yeah. Uh, thank you for your question, Mary. Uh, right, we'll get on to the studs. Um, where am I? Am I just lost my page. Where am I at? Sorry. All right, we'll move on to shooter. Okay, studs, mate. Yours, Joseph Soleti, 45 points, B37, going to make a little bit of money. Um, thoughts there? Yeah, I almost got rid of him this week, and I'm very happy that I didn't. Um I I just wasn't sure what I was doing. I was playing around with trades and stuff, but I held on. I thought he could go big against the Warriors, and big he did go. So uh, one try assist, two line breaks, seven tackle breaks, two offloads, two offloads to hand, and 233 metres. You can't go too wrong there, and he's only going to get better. I think he'll be one of the top centres in fantasy this year, especially on that that left side with um, Tupo. So... I was very happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Warriors fans probably weren't happy when Sean Johnson just kept kicking to that side. I don't know what he was up to there. Uh, shoot him. Uh, sorry, game. Jay Warrior, moving on to you, mate. Another one from this game, Sam Walker, uh, 69 points. Thoughts there, mate? Yeah, I think uh, both TK and myself were a bit hot on him in the preseason. And last week he scored 48 but had 20 in demerits. And mm-hmm. so we said if we could clean up the demerits, well, surprise, surprise, he cleans up the demerits. I think he only had three uh, minus three in demerits this week. No missed tackles, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, both him and Sean Johnson, no missed tackles. You, you'd get long odds on that. But, yeah, with that uh, cheeky try, four goals, 25 tackles, a tackle bust, 110 metres running, which is kind of cool because he's not a big fella, but he, he's prepared to take the line on, which creates other opportunities. And then he's getting the lion's share of the kicking metres of 380. So um, I don't really see how he can drop away or get below like 50 because a lot of those base stats uh, will be there. And it's just sort of he, – he might drop down back to 50 with some demerits because he will miss tackles. He's not the biggest guy. So he is going to get a few demerits, but he's also probably got a few more upsides. There's no try assists in there. And uh, he'll get his first share of um, trices throughout the year. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. I started with him. I was a little bit unhappy, obviously, last week with the amount of missed tackles. But this week, uh, very happy, unfortunately, it was against the Warriors. Um, into another Warriors player, which was my star. That was Tohu Harris again. He, uh, 80 minute performance, uh, 60 tackles, and only missed one. You know, he, he's just 
he's just a great leader out there for the Warriors and just really showing his worth. And second year post ACL, you know, he's coming back um, and he's just coming back to that. Torhu Harris, we all know, you know, huge tackles, not missing a lot. And really um, mixing in with his really good ball playing, you know, he's not afraid to get in and make the tackles. So just really good to see him back. And I think he's really going to, uh, he's going to be one you probably want to get early, uh, get soon. Otherwise he's going to get away on there and his price is going to going to rock it again. You know, as I said, uh, 69 tackle, uh, so again, 69.60 tackles, one miss, 144 metres and, and just the one penalty uh, conceded in the one six again. So only, only what, six demerits there. Just, it's all base. There was no, there was no attacking stats whatsoever. So if you're scoring 69 points and it's all in base, imagine what happens if he gets a, you know, a line break assist or a, or a couple of tackle butts like he did last week. Um, so I think we've got to get on Tohu Harris real quick. Otherwise, he's going to get away. And he's one that's going to be handy to have um, pushing up into that first buy, major buy round because he's got that, that um, he is playing that week. So it'll be good to get on him pretty quick. Right, into a nut some more uh, audience questions here for you. This one's here for you. Uh, Shooter from Brody Lyons. Who to swap Brandon Smith for around the same price? Obviously, I think there's going to be a lot of people looking to move him on with that rib injury. Um, and just, yeah, 11 points, just not cutting the mustard. And if you, it's it's deja vu, isn't it, again, from last year, those people that started with him and, and then they've done the same thing again and he's just burnt us all again. What are your thoughts here? Uh, how can we help Brody out here, Shooter, for someone that might be around his price? Um. I was just having a look. It's, it's, it depends what you need, but someone like Ryan Sutton, or uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's too late to jump on Ilikatoa. He could be someone that's worth holding for most of the year. He's not going to play uh, Origin, and he looks pretty good outside Jerome Hughes there. So someone like that, you could you'd probably have enough to to trade to, and you'd be pretty happy, I think. Yeah, yeah, good call. What about you, Jay Warrior? What are your thoughts here on um, someone that you could look to, um, to if you're trading Brandon Smith out? Obviously, just taking in, into mind how much he's probably going to lose. Yeah, well, I think he's probably set to lose about 35000 So if you budget on having 540 ugh, it's ugly, isn't it? It's around that yeah. price. I think yeah, yeah, it is. I would be surprised. I think everyone's doing two trades this week because there's just carnage in our teams. And I think the other problem that we're also starting to feel is is that we've got people like Jackson Ford, Tommy Talao, Drinkwater. Um, oh, there's so many duds, isn't there? Khan Pereira looks like a dud. He's on a low score with yeah, um, yeah. a try. And, and we're maybe trying to go... Oh, sorry, yeah, and if, you, if you're Pat, it's Ponga. Oh, Ponga, yeah. And so there's no cash generation either. You know, so yeah. you're thinking, well, I need to make cash, but... I'm starting to lose ground on the pack. So you really just, mm. there's so many fires that there ain't enough hoses to put, to put them all out. <laughs> yeah, 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 out right. Even Cleary at 41, um, I think he comes up a bit later, but there's so many little issues that we've got to work out what's our priority and where we're going to put our, our efforts this week. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, Brody, that, I hope that answers your question, mate. There's a few there, Ryan Sutton, as, as um, Shooter pointed out. And, yeah, just just have a look at a little round, but I don't mind that Ryan Sutton called. It's not a bad bad option to be honest. Ted Grant, sup lads with cheese and Boyd as only hookers and limited cash. What's our plan? 
Well, yeah, if you if you look at a move cheese on and you've only got Boyd as your hooker, uh, you you may have to look to go up to someone like a Robson or a uh, or a Harry Grant. Um, you don't probably want to be mucking around too much with only having having uh, Boyd as your only hooker. That's that's pretty dangerous. Um, if you maybe if you've got the money, look at someone like Wade Egan. It's probably a little bit cheaper than those guys. Um, yeah, Egan is more expensive. Yeah, that's right, and yeah, he's probably getting up nowhere near Robson is now. So, yeah, just maybe have a look. Maybe even like someone like a Jaden Braley. Just keep an eye. Obviously, tonight he failed that HIA, so just keep an eye on it. But he could be one you could have a look at. Even someone like a Blake Braley. Uh, I think he scored around about a 50 this week. Uh, looked pretty solid. Uh, plenty of solid tackles in the middle and a pretty decent running game. So, yeah, a couple of sprinkles of hookers there, mate. Just have a little bit of a look around. But, yeah, hopefully that's answered your question. Ted and a few hookers there for you to have a look for. I'll move into our, into our uh, studs. I uh, say so again, our uh, duds, Jay Warrior, Brandon Smith, 11 points. We already touched on him slightly, but yeah, have a yeah, rip, the mate. Cam, the Camembert, we, we don't even refer to him as his nice nickname anymore because he's just soft. And, you know, he could have come out and played. And no, it, it's just rough, you know, like he's just copped a couple of injuries and we are bearing the brunt of it. Um I can't see a way where we hold him. He's on the bye next week. He's going to still be in pain probably if he plays this week and named him plays. So I think we've got to cut cut our losses and um, just say that that's he might be heading into that famous territory of players that we never touch again. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, he, it, he's not far away. At, at his best, you know, we know what he's capable of and we thought going to a good team he'd have something, but... Um, he's a long way off the pace, and he looks like he's um, spending more time at McDonald's than on the training paddock. So we just need him to, yeah, I, I think it's the end of the road for me and Cheese. There'll be no more dates. We're out of here. Uh, fair enough, and I think, as I said, uh, a lot of comments that I'm seeing already, uh, I think a lot of people are, are, are heading down the same track as, as, as all of us, mate. Uh, my uh, dud this week was Josh Hodgson now. Don't know how many people have started with him, but if you did, you need to sell him. Uh, 28 points in 80 minutes and only 45 and 80, 84 minutes last week. I just don't think he's an 80-minute player, especially coming straight back up off that ACL that he picked up uh, early season last year or preseason. Um, I think Brad Arthur really needs to carry a utility there that can spell Hodgson at around about that 60-odd minutes because I just don't think he's got the legs to play 80 at the moment. And as I said, coming back from that ACL, it's... It's pretty hard to go straight in and play 80 minutes, I would imagine. I've never had ACL, but I can imagine that it's probably not that easy. And uh, I just think there's something going on there at the Eels because uh, Josh Hodgson's just not cutting it, trying to play 80 minutes. You know, eight missed tackles in two eras. Like, you know, not many hookers missed that many tackles. And I just don't think Josh Hodgson's the man there to play 80 minutes. Unfortunately, to chuck uh, Mitch Rain probably in there or, or Jacob Arthur just to, just to spell Hodgson. Um, so yeah, he's my dud for this weekend. And yeah, if you've got him, get rid of him. Uh, move to you, shooter Scott Drinkwater at Water. Unfortunately, the ten points got a sinbin and probably a decent, though as I said, a decent three week suspension coming up. Good, he's not going to be playing up versus the Warriors. Yeah, ten points from a six hundred and fifty nine k player is just <laughs> not just not what you want. Eh? He just he just didn't do anything. He got that sinbin, um, which is pretty horrible. And but he just didn't do anything like he ran 105 meters and luckily he had 128 kick meters. Otherwise, he if he didn't have those two things going for him, he probably would have been on close to negatives. 
It just was a real poor week, and he didn't look too good last week. But if he wasn't getting suspended, I'd give him one more chance. But he is getting suspended, and I'm going to go to Reese Walsh. Yep, fair enough. And as I said, I think there's going to be a lot of people picking up uh, eyeliner this week, and I may be one of them for Brandon Smith. Well, there's another option there if you don't want to pick up a hooker. Look for Reese Walsh. He's probably going to be pretty close to the same prices as old mate there. Yep. Uh, Talking League's partnering with Game Day Squad to create our own official Fantasy League competition commencing next week. Uh, to celebrate, we're giving away $10,000 over the next four weeks thanks to Game Day Squad. Get ready and register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au and download the app. Uh, stay tuned to our socials and our podcast this week uh, for further updates and joining the official Talking League Fantasy Football competition. We'll be giving away two and a half grand each week for the next four weeks, starting from Tuesday, as I said. So keep up to date on the socials and po- podcasts for the official invite code to join our Fantasy League and win. Register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or simply download the app to get started. Something that I'm real excited about. I've been going pretty hard on the game day. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that competition kicking off. All right. What do we got? Some more questions here. Answer that one. Um Another one here from Mary. Um, another interesting one here with Matt Burton. After seeing a few other scores, maybe I'm being too hard on Matt Burton. Yeah, he was better this week. I think he scored what I think it was a 36 odd. Uh, still, probably the way that the Bulldogs knocked the storm off, I would still like to see Burton be a little bit more involved. Um, he, I would have expected him probably to score a, a few more points there against the Storm. He just kind of didn't seem to be as involved as I would have liked if I was an owner. And, and scoring a 36 with a B of 71, he's going to be dropping a quite a bit more cash, and that B is just going to keep driving up. So if you wanted to get rid of him, I wouldn't blame anybody. But for now, uh, I'd probably just try and hold out and just, just try and push through this tough period. Mary, um, yeah, I think he's a hold for mine. He he did the same last year. Eh? He started off real like fantasy wise. Yes, started he off did. Real, yep, real slowly, and then he was almost must have at the end of the season there. So, yep, yep. Uh, it one here. It's a bit of a concern though that when you score twenty six points, you only score thirty six, and he just yep. Um, he's got missed tackles in him. That's what I don't like. It's those demerits. So yeah, yeah, I could yeah. I could avoid him. Oh, looks like a cash cow. Tyrell Sloan's got a try for the Dragons. Get that cash gen going, boy. Um, okay, one here for you, Jay Warrior, from Sam Shepard. Opinion on Nathan Cleary with the buy. Is it better to trade him and wait for his price to come down a bit before getting him back post-origin? Maybe trade to someone like a Mitchell Moses. What are your thoughts there? It's not a bad option, and Moses did look pretty good on uh, on Thursday night. Yeah, I guess we wanted to take someone to the to the ball, and Nico Hines pulled out, and so at the last minute we picked up Cleary, <laughs> and we thought he was pretty hot, but it turns out that he had a lot of makeup on, and he's just not performing. So I'm I'm contemplating flicking him this week because he's on the buy, bringing in whoever I want, but then putting a whole heap of cash in my bank, and then. Nico Hines, come on mm. back because he'll be mm-hmm. back in round five, won't he? So, and just in round five, because I think what can happen is we all want Nico Hines back, but no one's generating any cash. Yep. And so, if we could get Nico Hines in round five when he's back, you know, he would have had plenty of time off with that calf. 
um, he'll be hopefully good to go. And if he can start generating those 70s, it could be our opportunity to start pulling some ranks back. So I think I am going to flick him this week. Uh, I've got other captaincy options for round four, um, and I haven't been overly impressed. Mm, yeah, it's a big call, obviously, with Hines coming back. If he comes back in that round six, he only got one, oh, so round five, I think got one game before their bye. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. Would maybe have a look at Hines maybe for one game, see how he goes. Maybe uh, another option there. But, yeah, no, good advice, Jay Warrior. I really like that. So, Sam, I hope that's answered your question. There are a couple of good halves floating around at the moment. Moses is definitely one of them. All right, so uh, into our cashies. Uh, I've started off here, and I've got Paul Alamotti. Um, a lot of people probably had him in their emergencies this week, noting that he was playing the Storm and probably didn't think that he would go as well as he did. Um, 46 points without scoring a try, a try assist, a, a line break, 13 tackles, three tackle busts, two misses, uh, an offload to hand, and 190 metres gain. So that's for a centre, that's pretty much a perfect game. Like, you know, he didn't even see, he didn't even score a try and still cracked out the 46. Um, so, yeah, pretty perfect game for a centre there, really, to be honest. Um, but it's definitely good for his cash generation with a BE of 17. He's going to really start uh, rolling that that cash. And hopefully he can keep going and, and we can look to start him uh, in, in weeks to come. So he was my cashy. Um, shooter, yours, uh, Braden Trindle, had a really good game for the Sharkies there and, uh, and, and was really heavily involved for his 54 points in a BE of 7, which also got his cash going. Yeah, I was really happy with his uh, his efforts against the Eels here. And if he can get a couple of more games in before Nico comes, he will make some decent cash before I can upgrade him. Mm. But 17 tackles in the halves here with only four misses, which is pretty good, I think, for him. Um, one tackle break, one offload, uh, 409 kick metres. He Two try assists, he looked really good. And in that Sharks team who... Do look really good, even in that loss in round one. He doesn't, like, they haven't really lost too much with not having Nico. Like, obviously, he's no Nico Hines, but um, he's still leading them around the park really nicely. And he's if Matt Moylan went down for some reason, he is a perfect replacement because he's such a good player. Mm. I don't know how the Sharks will hold on to him next year because there must be a team out there that needs a good halfback. Yep. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not good, good call there, uh, shooter. And Jay Warrior, uh, yours was Hayes Perham had a cracker against the Storm. Another guy that we probably, if we had, was probably in our emergencies. Unfortunately, forty-three points. And another one you had there was Jake Averill with fifty-two. So two Bulldogs that everyone probably probably didn't see coming. To be fair, didn't see the result coming. That's for sure. Yeah, I think um, this is the first time I had a good chance to look at the Bulldogs and. Mm. Hayes Perham is a big unit, and he was he was really busy. He had uh, seven tackle busts, ran for 193 metres, and, yeah, he really passed the eye test. And I can see him he, – he's not necessarily going to score 50s every week, but he is going to definitely generate some cash, and he's still reasonably cheap. And the same with Jake Avarillo. He's not going to score 52. But what I liked with Avarillo was he's on um, – the Shiraz's wing, and he was just feeding Shiraz and then claiming the line breaks and the line break assists and try assists. So he got two try assists, two line breaks, two line break assists. Um, so, yeah, and what will end up happening over the season is I think uh, the Shiraz will cop a little bit more attention and that will open up opportunities for Averillo to sort of mm. um, 
stretches legs. So uh, Avarillo at this stage, well, before this game was 358. So I think there's still probably 150k to be made. Um, and he's that wing fullback centre. So if we're trying to downgrade someone or we don't have much money, he could be an option. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good ideas, there, Jay Warrior. Yeah, uh, you think now with that decent win that a lot of those guys probably hold their spot too. So uh, their job security is probably looking a bit better as well. And I know Serraldo will be pretty, uh, pretty faithful to those to, for the, to that team from this week. Right, we'll move on to uh, some some questions here. Dom Griffin looks like he's had a bit of a tough week as well. Talao, Thompson, Cheese, and Ford in my scores this week. Cheese, <laughs> that's that's pretty harsh. Uh, Cheese and Talao out for me. Uh, who are our must trade-ins? And by the way, you traded Preston for Isaac Thompson prior to lockout on Thursday night. Yeah, you've, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's unlucky, and that's that's fantasy for you. That's just yeah, someone's someone's really not looking after you here this week, yeah, Dom. Uh, Shooter, who do you think is a must trade-in this week here that uh, you could help Dom with? The only person that comes to mind at the moment is Reese Walsh. Yep after his game on Friday night, there hasn't been too many other standouts that I've thought um, I've like missed out there or I need to really get that person in other than maybe Katoa after seeing his combination with Jerome Hughes. Um, but yeah, Reese Walsh, I think, is a must-have. Yeah, I totally agree with that, mate. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dom, hope that's answered your question, mate. Uh, maybe just keep an eye on uh, Jackson Ford. If he can get through those protocols this week, mate, he might not be a trade-out, so just hold on to him there. He's probably going to lose a bit of money now, unfortunately, but just hold on to him if he does pass the protocols this week and then end up playing next week. Um, Liam Doyle. Let's go on here. Here's an interesting one. Karaz instead of Walsh. Uh, now, for me, I'd, I'd definitely be looking at Reese Walsh over Carraz. We know that these wingers can have these big games, and they can also have the uh, the, the really low games. Yes, Carraz did look outstanding against a somewhat solid Storm side, but not last night. Um, but for me, I think just Walsh um, definitely lit it up um, in a far better team with, you know, good attack in Hazier and Ezra Mann's really starting to stand up. Adam Reynolds, we know what he can do. And then, you know, you've got that big forward pack that's going to rumble and, and give Reese Walsh plenty of space at the back. So for me, I'd definitely be looking at Reese Walsh over Jacob Carraz. Looking I at a big price a... rise. Here as well. Sorry, sorry, Shooter, what was that, mate? There's going to be a big price rise for Carraz as well. And I don't know if you want to pay over 600 for a winger. Yeah, yeah. Your thoughts, was that what you were sort of going to say there too? Um, yeah, pretty much. I was also just going to give a shout-out to Chris Borrell, who's asked, uh, can you lads give me a step-by-step guide to deleting the app? Has he? And he's got an iPhone. He wants to know if that makes a difference. But um, Seabulls <laughs> is obviously also the uh, the voice of the pre-season fantasy song, and I suspect he might be starting to uh, sing the fantasy blues at the moment because he's had a few injuries too. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Uh, guys, so uh, Talk League will be live in Auckland on Sunday, the 26th of March. The three of us are going to be there, and we are looking forward to it prior to the Round 4 clash uh, between the Warriors and the Bulldogs. Join uh, TK, myself, Tim, and Jay Warrior, as I said, for some beers at 12 o'clock before we do a live podcast at 1. Uh, lots of prizes to be won 
a venue for the day is the Garrison Public House. It's a really nice pub in Sylvia Park. I've been there a few times, and it's a really awesome, big, open pub, uh, plenty of room, and, and uh, only located a couple of k's away from uh, from Mount Smart and not far from the train if you don't want to walk that far. If you've had a couple too many and you want to train, jump on the train. It's it's not far away. Um, so come down um, come down for midday. It'll be really good to try and catch up with everyone that, that tunes in. Um, we said we're all really looking forward to it, so it'll be good to catch you all, and, uh, and hopefully we get to uh, get to meet some of you. Uh, boys, we'll move into our Warriors going down to the Chooks, twenty points to twelve. Uh, Shooter, what was your take on the game, mate? Uh, I think it's fair to say we're all pretty impressed with the effort that the boys showed, especially losing Jackson Ford early, and then obviously Curran going off later in the game with the hit pointer, just working through adversity and. Um, you know, the, the post-interview that we watched that I saw with, with Webby and Tohu, I know that Andrew Webster was really happy with um, with with the things that they've been doing, but he said he just they just need to be just working, not working harder, but just executing a little bit better. What were your thoughts, Shooter? Because I, I, as I said, I was pretty happy with the boys, although they did lose and they probably should have gotten a bit closer. Yeah, like the resilience of the team is something that we probably haven't seen that much in the last three or so years, um, especially under the COVID stuff. But they look so good. Like It looked like we could have won it at the end there when um, Wade Egan made that big break and Dylan Walker then managed to kick it out, uh, kick it in dead in goal. Um, it was pretty disheartening to watch. But other than that, they played really well. Uh, Got to do sort of realise so there wasn't a full-strength Roosters team either, um, so it's like it is nice to take positives out of it, but they do need to improve. I think we will push the Cowboys, who haven't looked that good this week um, or the last two weeks, and as long as it's not too hot, <laughs> there's yeah, anything I'd worry yeah, about. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair, fair call, fair call. Um, anything more to add there, mate? No, it was good. It was a good game. It sucks that we didn't win, but. Hopefully, you get two points against the Cowboys this this weekend. We've been we've been a bit of a Cowboys uh, bogey team, I reckon, <laughs> from from memory for a little while. So we've beaten them quite a bit the last couple of years. So I think we can we can still keep that up. Yeah, nice. And Jay Warrior, what are your thoughts on the game? Because I know you were pretty impressed as well, mate. Yeah, no, I thought the boys really put in. And when we talk about adversity, uh, one thing I. I I was not happy with the refereeing standard. It was pathetic. You know, Jackson Ford gets knocked out cold from a shoulder to the head. We see other players sent off this week. We didn't cop a penalty. And then they had that mad run where they had about eight sets in a row and kept getting six against. Mm -mm. So penalty count, we lost 8-5. They got six, uh, six against. We got one. I just, yeah, it was rough. And so sometimes I've seen the the boys sort of dropped their heads a little bit and sort of feel that as well. But it was good that they sort of stuck it out and were in the contest for the whole 80 this time. And as uh, Shooter said, had a couple of things changed at the end when Wade Egan made that break, we would have really uh, pushed them at the back end. But, yeah, it's about getting Ws and um, we didn't get it and it wasn't exactly the strongest Roosters pack. So a little bit disappointing, but... On the whole, there's a, a lot of positives. Uh, Sean ran the team pretty well. Uh, and, yeah, those the Fords really sort of, I thought, won, won the battle up front. 
yeah, yeah, good call there. I, as I said, I think Tohu laid the platform there, and and Big Adam was was decent up the guts there as well. And yeah, um, as I said, adversity. You know, we lost a fair few players, and especially we're losing chance there at the back. They kind of really had to try and plug that gap up. And I thought that Timothy Martin did a fair job when he went off, and you know they tried their guts out all all game. So I'm not going to be unhappy. It just would have been nice for them to get the two points where probably was a chance to get it and they just missed a couple of opportunities there but but it's it's only early season and and, and definitely um improvements can be made and, and i think that we can see them bounce back next week against the cowboys sorry riley and jake but you're going down um one here from yaj um a, a guy that hasn't been spoken about too much in jamal fogarty he's got dewey void and trindle uh 700k after he drops cash probably don't need another half if you've got those three uh, i probably wouldn't worry about it um, Dewey uh, is doing a reasonable job. I don't think you need to overload yourself with, with another one. Uh, and and while you while uh, Nico Hines is not playing, I think Trindle's probably one you can start in the seventeen. So I'd probably pass up on Jamal Fogarty there, Yaj. I think one here um, from sorry, what's that, mate? I think uh, the professor would also try and talk you out of him because he's got him <laughs> and he's really stunk it up the last two weeks. So I think the professor might even be looking to trade him. So. Yeah. Uh, one here from Hayden we sort of covered this but what do you do if you've got cheese, drinky, talao and Ford you've got, you to hold, you've got to hold talao and Ford and hope that they make cash at some stage, they can't go any lower really can they, well talao can't uh, and cheese and drinky both have to go because drinky's suspended and cheese is um, yeah just not cutting the mustard, the other option that could be if we're trying to get some cash generation because how long is um drinky out for three weeks or four three weeks? weeks yeah three weeks if he takes the early and four if he contests and and and, and, and um, fails but i don't think he'll be contesting it was a clear mm. clear shoulder charge so yeah i don't think he'll mm. be contesting it because the tom chester's got big wraps on him eh, at fullback yep. so he could be worth a look he'll be yeah, basement so if we need to maybe if we've had enough of talao we could just straight swap him over and try chester no thoughts on moving Val Holmes back to the back. He's a pretty good fullback. Oh, spicy. I'd love it since yeah. he's in my team. Oh, you got... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have said it if I knew it was in your team, Jay Warren. Ford's job security's probably got better as well with that hip injury yep. to Josh Curran. So. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, so if he does pass those protocols, he could be an interesting one if you wanted to go to from cheese down to him. I mean... You'd obviously have to wait to make sure because he's probably obviously he said he's going to, going to be a weak prospect this week to see if he passes those protocols. But if you wanted to cash a bit of money in your bank, you could look at going down from cheese to Ford because I'm one of those people that doesn't have him and I've just come up with a cracking idea, I think. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Uh, one there from so oh sorry Hayden yes yeah, so I hope that's answered your question mate. Obviously you're going to have to hold uh, Talal and Ford, but yeah, get rid of uh, Drinky and Cheese, mate. Uh, oh, you don't have Ford, Nah. I'm pretty oh. happy about it at the moment, especially this week. Uh, but, yeah, I might look to go down to him from Cheese if he's named. Uh, another one here from Charles Pamaka. Stags, one last chance next week or trade him? Uh, do any of you guys own Katoni Stags? Nah. Uh, T- nah. TK, TK does, eh? And I think TK is going to give him one one last chance. But, yep. um yeah. Who would they? He's got lots of negatives they, in his game, though. Eh? Like he loves yeah. to rush the tackle, and then he sort of just misses him or brushes him. So, yeah, I, I think who, he's too. Yeah, who have the Broncos got this week? Because I 
think he's got a spicy matchup this week. I just can't think who it is. Someone mentioned that uh, he's going to be up against got, this. Oh, we got the dragons. Oh, yeah, oh okay. So he's, oh, he's going to be up against um Zach Lomax, one of the better defenders. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, nah, players, oh, dragons, yeah. but that's one of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. There, Charles. Um, <sighs> the way the Broncos are going and attacking the way they are, I think you probably could give Stags another week. Just be aware, though, as I said, he is up against uh, one of the better defenders there in, in Zach Lomax. So, just um, yeah, I, w- I would hold him one more week, mate, and just just see how he goes. Obviously, a lot of pills going left to Herbie Farnworth, who's absolutely dominating it at the moment. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, for me, I would hold Stags one more week. He's, he is that that gun centre who does have the good job security. Um, so yeah. he's probably due to to, to bang uh, one of these weeks coming. If that's his biggest problem, he's going okay. Yeah, he brought him up <laughs> yeah. for a ceiling, not as he, he like all centers, they have a very low floor. Yep. So um Stags' ceiling is also very high, so you got him for some reason, so you might as well three date him. Yep, yep. Um got any more questions here? People getting a little bit unhappy, but yep, settle down team. It's all good, it's only a fantasy game. Um, all right. Well, I think that's probably us for the night. Um, just want to say probably, thank you very much. Probably should do our rankings, eh? Because I know oh, last yeah. week you were a bit shy about doing your rankings, but oh. I know you've come good this week. Oh, you've yeah, a it's a bit one. better. Yeah, I'll let you start, Jay Warrior. I'm just bringing mine up, mate. You can crack on. Oh, yeah. Now I've got to find mine. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go first. You go first. Thanks, Shooter. <laughs> go, Shooter. Beautiful. Uh, currently, as we stand, I'm, I've dropped from in the 3,000s to 13,954, 13, but I've currently got Bird, who's having not a very good game, hardly been on the field, and mm. Tanner Boyd, who also has not scored very ah. well. Um, ah. Still to finish, so hopefully a last big 20-odd minutes and uh, might get some decent scores there. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the same boat as I'm in the same boat as uh, as shooter here. Uh, I got Tanner Boyd playing. I got Tyrell Sloan sitting in the emergencies. He's on 36, so there's another guy that's going to get the cash gen rolling, which is real good. Uh, and I'm currently on 817, ranked 7463, considering I was over 25k last week. So I'm going to call that a win for this round. Jay I just want to, I just want to point out in the talking league league, I will be two and zero though. So. <laughs> Who are you playing this week? Jakey. Oh, poor oh yeah, he, he's he's been riddled as well. But nah, that's a. I'll give you props, Kyle, because that's a, a pretty good score. Anything over eight hundred this week is going to be uh, making making ground anyway. So yep. Uh, I'm currently seven eighty six, but I've got Tanner Boyd, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Jack uh, and Bird playing in this game. So I'm hoping I could sneak up. I'm currently ranked. <laughs> Uh, 17,000, so I'd like to sneak to top 10,000, but, yeah, I don't know. It feels like it's hard work at the moment, but, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of spot fires to put out this weekend. Uh, yeah, for those that have had three or four or five players that have, have failed, it's it's going to be a bit of a road back. But just obviously try not to burn too many trades and just, just really think about what you're doing before you, you uh, rage trade because I know as soon as that app opens tomorrow morning, people are going to be going absolutely nuts trying to get rid of duds. 
Um, and I know that poor old Paddy's going to be having to get rid of Kalen Ponger, and I don't think he's going to be too happy. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you very much to all our viewers tonight, and thank you for all your questions. If there's any here that we haven't answered, I think we've got most of them. Uh, we'll jump back into the socials and we'll answer them for you. But, um, yeah, thank you very much, and, and um, happy trading this week. And as I said, don't rage trade too hard. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Later. Yeah.